And one other public service announcement I want to make. So if Larry Flint is offering $10 million for information that leads to Donald Trump's impeachment. So that is a free public service announcement on the podcast. So if any one of our listeners wants $10 million and could get Trump removed from office, please message us and message we'll split it di- with you. No, direct message <laughs> us on Twitter and we will relay this to Larry Flint because Alyssa and Larry Flint go way back. Way so back. It's, it, it's, it's good. And so. I've got some student loans to pay off. Yeah, you know so we I need, need a little help. We need My comedy career is a little slow. Hello, everybody. We are back with our 16th episode of Still Breathing. How's it going, Alyssa? What's up, Neil? How's it going? It's going well. And uh, for this Sweet 16 episode... Sweet 16. We decided to have Omar Vaid back. Omar is back in the house. How's it going, Omar? Good, thank you. Yeah, Thanks we for f- having me back. We figure we might ha- have him on, maybe as a recurring guest. We like Omar. It went really well. You should vote week. for Omar, by the way. Yes, Omar Vaid. He is running in New York's 11th congressional district. The primary is in June, and then the general election. Once he hopefully wins the primary, when he wins the primary, when we win, yeah, will be in November. November. So, vote, people. Yes. So, yeah. So this was a very busy week, huh? I would have to say that this was Trump's worst week. And why? Because it's this week. And it's the week we're in. (laughs) Yeah. So next week will be his worst week because that'll be the week we're in next week. But for now, this is the worst week. Yeah, you can't really say anymore, you know, can he go any lower? Right. There is no low. There's no lower. There's no bottom. (laughs) There's no bottom. It's a black hole. Yes. It's an abyss of garbage. (laughs) But an abyss has like a bottom at it, eventually, right? No, it never ends. No, it never ends in abyss. I mean, you would think so, but this one doesn't. So yeah, um, I guess we don't have to talk about Trump directly first, because one of the big stories that happened last Friday, but we didn't do a podcast last weekend, so we haven't been here, was Harvey Weinstein, a big-time Hollywood exec producer. has been accused of a lot of shit. Right. Like sexual assault, rape. rape, just anything you would see on an episode of SVU. Right, pretty much. <laughs> that's that's what he's been accused of. And there's been this whole, um, in the politics world, there's the right-wing media has tried to make this bad for Democrats. So what's going on there? Well, they basically want to... They want the Democrats to give back any money that he gave to them in support of their campaigns. I right, think that's over, what it is. Right. Over the years, um, <laughs> he's given a lot of money to Democratic candidates. And a lot of them that have money from him now did give it back. And the DNC said they were giving some of it back. I, I'm not really sure where that stands right now. But it is kind of hypocritical mm. considering the guy in the Oval Office has been accused of sexual assault and other things over like 17 times, right. I feel like it right. was, in the last election cycle. So, so yeah. So, yeah. So, why, why doesn't he give that money back? Why, well, why does anyone that's, why are they still raising money on Trump's behalf? Right. Why, you know. Right. I don't, I... I don't. Happy anniversary uh, tapes, by the right. way. The Access Hollywood <laughs> tapes Hollywood came tapes. out basically a year ago, the same time, and uh, yeah. Yeah, and he's in the White House. And he is in the White House. So you, so, so Alyssa has is an actress, um, a stand-up comedian. Have you ever dealt with um, these types of issues throughout your career? Well, let me start by saying this, Neil and Omar. <laughs> I was given some advice by an unnamed person who knows the business. And basically what he told me was, make men think that you will sleep with them just enough so you get stage time. And? But then don't sleep with them. Well, right. Don't, <laughs> obviously terrible. don't. So that was right. your advice. That was my advice. Is this from um, another that's man? That's terrible advice. It's from another man. And um, I was sort of encountering someone at the beginning of my comedy career, which was about two years ago, who was, who will also remain nameless, but who was very inappropriate, 
Um, nothing ever happened because I stopped working with him, but um, he was pretty much blackballed from several comedy clubs. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when, when that happened, a lot of women came out and said, like, finally, thank God, someone said something. So, yeah, I mean... I'm sorry. It's terrible advice, but in, in a way, it's sort of like... I guess if someone will give me five minutes stage time because I'm pretty and you know, it, it's, it's rampant. It's, it's a, rampant. Sh- that's a shitty like world to have to live in. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alyssa is a fantastic comedian regardless of any of that stuff. So yes, thank you. Yes. Um, but yeah, I've, what would I've, happen if you went in there saying, I will not sleep with anyone. I'm just here to do my thing. And- well, I mean, I, <laughs> So far, I mean, that's been the case with me. So I don't get that much stage time, but (laughs) you retain your honor. But I also, you know, I don't put a tremendous amount of effort into it because of my job and my schedule and stuff like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, I just don't think any of that ever works out for the for the best for any party involved. Mm -hmm. So and that's not the way I want to make my career. Yeah. But there is that pressure to, you know, flaunt your, you know, body or, you know, play the game sort of if you want you know if, if you want to quote unquote make it then you know that so do you think like your career would have moved further if you did things like this already not with this particular person no because okay. he's a scumbag but you know that's <laughs> not to say that people's careers have not been advanced mm-hmm. because of the casting couch you know right. and so there is that mentality out there and sadly there are people like Weinstein who you know finally it's you know, he's paying a price for it, hopefully. Yeah, uh, and a lot of famous actresses have come out, and, you know, the the floodgates are open. Yeah. Um, specifically, Rose McGowan yep. said that she was raped by him. Someone else, some, some actress from London just came out, like, yesterday. Mm-hmm. What's, do you know her name? Mm-hmm. In the 80s, she said she was raped by him. These are, like... That's terrible. You know, people always try to say, well, it's his word against their word. But when you have this overwhelming amount of people coming, coming forward, out. it's, yeah, I, I'm going to go with all the women. Over and then some you also have people dude. coming forward who have worked with him who didn't experience that and are speaking out against him. Like Meryl mm. Streep put out right. a statement who, you know, she's worked with him for many, many years and she never encountered that. And she's still standing for the women who are coming forward who did mm. experience that. And... I like to hear some men in Hollywood, you know, more men in Hollywood come out and speak out in support of these women. Well, you definitely have a lot of people coming out, like, covering their asses now. They feel like they right. have to say something. Right. And someone like Meryl Streep, she, I don't think, encountered Harvey Weinstein until later in her, her career when she was already famous. So, you know, these, like, sexual predators and abusers and whoever, they don't go after already powerful women, typically. Hmm. They go after weak or weeks the wrong word. Young, they go after young, um, new, new new actresses that don't have the power, and because they're easy targets, right? And as far as like more men coming out, um, you know, I don't know what someone's supposed to do if they really had no knowledge of any of this. That <laughs> is it their responsibility now to say something? Well, I mean, or I if find it hard to believe that there are men in the industry who are you know big names in the industry had no knowledge. And I think there's a responsibility just, you know, in general from men to speak up for women and not just in this particular case, but just in, in any controversy where you have, you know, women's rights are being violated, you know, where are the men coming out and speaking out for women? Yeah. Now, just to relate this to uh, why Weinstein, it sounds like he immediately stepped down that is usually a symbol that he used uh, shareholder money, you know, corporate money to pay off lawsuits or pay off, you know, hush money. And that's why it's the immediate, I have to resign. And we saw that at Fox News with Roger Ailes, mm-hmm. that as soon as it got to his desk, he resigned because there was, I mean, with O'Reilly and them, it was the same thing of, um, you know, you've been using Fox Incorporated, you know, shareholder wealth to pay off hush money. Right. And justify it as someone is just, you know, it's libel. You know, someone's accusing me of something. And then, you know, there's all these women at Fox News with it's a similar tale as the Weinsteins. And I don't see why going on Fox News is a problem, you know, for Republicans that, you know, it's it's like rampant. In it Fox should be News. a problem for them to go. So on. Weinstein, you know, you should 
return his donation, but it's okay to sit on Fox News, which is like rampant charges of all sorts. Yeah. You know, and that they can, you know. Yeah, they have cleaned house of a few people, like yeah. Ailes. Well, he's dead, but <laughs> O'Reilly. Republicans right. should give back every minute of airtime that <laughs> Bill O'Reilly or Roger Ailes' network gave them to get elected and make their voice heard. You know, they should give back every moment of airtime. I, like I love how they're saying, oh, well, Weinstein never sought retaliation for any of the rejections. Like Wait, that's. What? They put put out a statement saying that he never sought retaliation against the women who said no to him. Yeah, well, one, that's probably yeah. impossible to prove, too. That's utter bullshit. Right. <laughs> There's like, no way like that, that that he didn't take out his power on people right. like, who said no to him. Anyone who uses their position, because unfortunately with film TV... There's that, you know, you can turn someone away for, you know, you can just say, sorry, you're not right for the part. You're not right for the, you know, being our newscaster on Fox or the right person for our movie, you know, our Weinstein movie. So unfortunately, you can turn people away for any reason. And then I guess there's people who abuse that, which is terrible. Yeah. And obviously, this isn't limited to the entertainment industry. Right. Of course. I'm sure. So Alyssa also is a physician assistant, and I'm sure you've experienced certain hostile things over the years in your other careers. Like it's not, it's it's little s- subtle things that we've all just become used to right. in society right. that we just kind of let right go. Off. Men and women, we both just kind of are like, eh, you know, this is the way it is. But hopefully things will change, and it seems maybe they are. Maybe it took a sexual predator to be elected president and people to realize how repulsed repulsive he is um, <sighs> and how horrible of a person he is. <laughs> and now this thing with Weinstein, another like man of power. But now it's I, people, you know, they should be held responsible. They should. They should. And there's other actors and directors and comedians who are now on the hot seat too. Cause they've been accused over years and, over the years, and I think it should just keep coming out, all this stuff. I know there's been allegations about Louis C.K. in the industry. Oh. Like, pulling, like, Harvey Weinstein, mm. kind of, like, exposing himself. Obviously, I'm not that much of a comedian to be in the know about that, but... Well, I've, okay. these, these are just, like, rumors, yeah, yeah. and I'm saying these are rumors, and not necessarily true, but these things are out there. Um, obviously, um, Woody Allen, there's been <laughs> a ton of stuff. yeah. Uh, Woody Allen put out a statement saying that he feels obviously, you know, bad for these women and he feels sad for Weinstein. Now, I know he's made his living and I'm not, you know, he's a comedy genius. Let me just preface this by saying that. But I think in this circumstance, maybe he should keep his feelings to himself. Well, you know, even though he's made his living on exposing his neurosis, maybe in this particular case, he, he just keep his sadness to himself where his feelings belong bottle those feelings up well genius and you know abusers aren't mutually exclusive exactly i mean harvey weinstein you know however disgusting it was built up this like insane company right and he used to be he isn't as powerful as he used to be but he used to be like a top five person in hollywood Mm -hmm. in terms of right i got flack for writing something on facebook today that woody allen should keep his feelings to himself on this one and someone gave me crap because, you know, he's a genius and don't talk about Woody Allen that way. I don't know what that has to do with this. It's just why do people feel like they have to defend <laughs> the powerful? Right. But that's like a societal problem. Like people always are first to defend those with the power and the money. It's the same thing with the and uh, like the NFL. The owners always get a free pass right. with mm. stuff. And the players are always always told they're the ones like at fault. Oh, the players, they make too much money. Yada. What about the owners right. and all the money they make? Right. Also with like Bill Cosby and Weinstein, why do these? Why does it finally come out at the very end of their career, yeah. or when their career is over? You know, it's like I wish it. Well, it's could because they don't have sooner. the power anymore, and people don't feel as threatened. Um, yeah. But hopefully, this this will open the door. This will open the no. door for people to come out sooner. And then Rose was banned from Twitter for a while. Well, right? she was silenced. Yeah, I think she like violated the rules of Twitter about like. <laughs> putting a phone number on. That's what the, I read. Uh, who knows? But they're quick to ban her and Twitter, other people. Man. They, they ban Twitter, like, uh, ban Twitter. Banned Alyssa like seven times. I on got Twitter. banned really? yesterday for 24 hours, Again? which is the longest ban I've had because I wrote out, <laughs> what did I write? STFU, which is an abbreviation for shut the F up, in response to 
someone who wrote who wrote it out who wrote the whole thing out and their tweet stood and i got you know oh weird people are more come on twitter man you know what it is like i'm harmless they probably since you have a rap sheet already (laughs) you um have less less rope their algorithm is you know they go after extra sensitive yeah you know there's some i mean donald trump donald Donald trump Trump threatens nuclear war all the time and they don't ban him off twitter they don't suspend him i would like to ask twitter to make an algorithm that if trump ever started tweeting launch codes something would stop (laughs) his thumbs immediately and block his that just that one thing well don't worry about that because you know the trifecta tillerson kelly and 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 uh Mattis. Mattis. Mattis would tackle him. are going to tackle him if he goes for the code. So three against one, I think we're safe. Oh, God. We are not safe. Well, it's a transition now into more of the political, unless you guys have anything else to say about I don't want to talk about that schlub anymore. All right. Which one? Any Weinstein. One. <laughs> um, Trump. So in terms of nuclear war, and other stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, he just decertified the Iran deal right. this week. Right. Which... But not really. Right? Well, he, he, dis- he decertified it. He decertified it. it and, but now it's Congress's responsibility to fix it. Same as the Dreamers. He's kicking it into right. Congress. Right. This, this is th- what he does. He, he like makes a big thing mm-hmm. and throws it to whoever he thinks should be responsible for it and mm-hmm. you know, creates chaos. And then when they don't fix it, he blames them. Or if they do fix it, he finds a way to take credit for it. That's his mo. That's what he did in business. That's yeah. It's a weird governing style. Yeah. Um, the same thing kind of happened with the Paris Accord. Right. Where yes, we withdrew, but it's not for four years. And the same thing with healthcare now, where that's another topic we'll talk about today. Where he kind of threw that to Congress, also. So um, with Iran, Iran has complied with the deal. And, you know, they did actually give up 98% of their enriched uranium. So they must feel really stupid that they, you know, they shook hands. They did, you know, they've done their part. They gave up their stuff. And they were looking forward to economic opportunity. And this is just more of the alt-right Steve Bannon, you know, that Stephen Miller still in the White House saying that Iran is is a villain. You know, it would be great, you know, if we can vilify someone and... It's just that drum beating again, and then it, it's just you know his all, the military wants us to keep this deal. The Israelis want it. Every you know there's well Netanyahu it said Netanyahu. Does Netanyahu. Yeah, the Israeli but intelligence. Well, let's, I don't let's, think he really speaks for Israel as a whole at this point. I mean, let's be honest. Iran still isn't like the best actor right. in the world. They've right. they they have funded like Hamas and other terrorist groups around the world. Like this deal has nothing to do with that. that. That's true, but right. in, in the essence of this deal, of the deal, right? You got if we're gonna be the bigger people, the bigger country, and honor our, our agreements, agreements, it was a deal. And on that end, think of Tehran that they have their own alt right. So yeah. they have their own people that are pulling now, saying, "See, you trusted America. You gave up our our uranium, right. and now look, you've been you've been you've been tricked. And now look how stupid you make us." Right. Look. And how does this give us any credibility going forward with North Korea or, or, any, or any, any other country? Any country? Any? You know, like we have no credibility. We lost credibility on this deal. Yeah. I feel like we record. we lost credibility. credibility when he got elected. Yeah, we lost credibility. We, we really lost sad. credibility when he became the nominee. Well. But more so now, obviously. I just, yeah. And so he, he, you know, Trump was quoted calling for 10 times a nuclear arsenal. He never said that. And well, he says he didn't say it. Right. And NBC is fake news. Right. Because they're not Fox. Hey, who isn't fake news? Only Fox. Fox, Fox, Fox. and Breitbart right. are re- real news. And InfoWars. And yes, Alex, um, Alex Jones. Name? Alex Jones was given a White House, he was given White House right. press credentials. Yeah. Real news. He was? Yeah. yeah. I think they revo- like <laughs> they, they, they tem- tempor- revoked it temporarily. <laughs> the White House granted him press credentials. So NBC is fake news because they quoted this moron thing and you know ten times more nukes. And then Obama, it was fucking moron actually. So that's oh my a god. Not just moron. So he said one, a one thousand percent increase in our nuclear arsenal. And Obama gets ten, ten times ten, increase, ten times. which is yeah, isn't that a thousand percent? No. Oh, well, yeah, hundred. Oh, you're right, a thousand percent. Sorry, okay. sorry, I'm a <laughs> big numbers. Good yeah. at mathematics. Big numbers. I thought you numbers. said a thousand times. Uh, it sounds better to say <laughs> Trump said a thousand percent more nuclear weapons that we don't need again, like the wall. Ten and, times is scary enough. And then you know, then you have Obama who gets them to give up ninety-eight percent of their uranium, and he's you know, Obama is 
you know, useless. Well, yeah. we're the ones that are, it's not the Iranians that are getting screwed by this deal. So big deal. They can't build a nuclear weapon. We paid them all the money up front in the deal already. We gave them a ton of money already. And now we're saying, up oh, and agreements off, maybe? They bundled the sanctions of Iran in the Russia thing to trick Democrats into voting for it. Only Bernie Sanders and Rand Paul stood up against it. But, you know, we were Rand so Paul. into the whole Russia sanctions thing. They bundled the Iranian sanctions right in there and, con- and Congress and Senate voted for it. Yeah, but that didn't so, do any. OK, so yeah. it's, just, it's marketing. It's, it's vilifying Iran because it's Iran sounds scary. It's like Iraq. It's but, they, be bad. but they aren't a it's great actor. Right. But. You know, I think that our foreign policy shouldn't come from Fox News and Breitbart. That is true. Correct. I'd prefer it come from the Pentagon. Yeah, and the um, State Department. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Now, can he actually pull out of this agreement unilaterally? It's not a unilateral agreement, he obviously. Can. Well, he not, yeah, because it was just like a treaty, right? So he could. Yeah. Mm. Wonderful. Anyway, some of, let's Anywho. go on to something more delightful. <laughs> Um, healthcare. Healthcare was big this week. So it's it's uh, funny or Laughable. coincidence that me and Alyssa were talking about this earlier in the week about maybe having someone on to talk about something healthcare related. But at the time, it was like, well, is there a lot Chip. to talk about? We did have the uh, child health insurance program wasn't renewed by Congress, and it's going to run out of funding. Nine million kids. Um, but we didn't think that was necessarily enough to fill up the entire show, although it's very important. <laughs> right. But then a few days later, of course, Donald Trump gave us plenty of material to where we could have had someone on talking about healthcare. Yeah. So what happened, Alyssa? So basically, a number of things happened. But in a nutshell, Trump has decided to um, stop funding the subsidies mm-hmm. that support um, people on Obamacare. Mm-hmm. Right, they're called cost-sharing reduction payments. Right, that the government made to insurance companies. Right. Yeah. So he's decided it he, helps people afford it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Lower so income. He's decided he doesn't want to. He's not going to pay that and pay for that anymore. So this is his way of unilaterally destroying Obamacare. They say it will uh, plunge this the market into chaos. Right. Um, pretty much premiums are estimated to go up by about 20 to 25%. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, they're also significantly, by 90%, um, cutting the funding to support the website that allows people mm-hmm. to sign up for it. So it's open enrollment started on October 15th, right? R- right. So don't you find the timing of interest? Interesting. That, that he, In quotes. Yeah, it's interesting. that he, yeah, he goes for this plunge into chaos right when open enrollment starts, you know, Boom! Go ahead and roll. And oh, by the way, like you know, Trump makes this public thing that I'm gonna destroy. I'm gonna undermine the Affordable Care Act, the law of the land. Right. He's also de-staffing the organization that helps people sign up. The website will be down, I think, for like at least one day a week, all to o- o- overnight for uploads and updates and bullshit. I think that was actually something, though, that might have happened during the Obama administration, too. There Maybe was a, not. There a, was a website glitch. No, not, not the glitch, that they would have to take it down for maintenance every like oh. week or so. But um, yeah, but, but it doesn't is, mean all the other things he, are horrendous. But, no, the, the White House is trying, to, you know, I mean, they, how many times did they try to repeal? And now this is their last ditch, ditch effort is to undermine the law and defund it and try to get insurers to flee and I think Jared Kushner even owns and uh, co-owns Oscar. His brother does. Yeah, he has an interest in Oscar. His brother um, owns the company, Jared Kushner's bro- brother. Um, but who, yeah, who by the way again forgot to put something on his FS. Not Jared well, Kushner's brother. Jared right, Kushner. Jared Kushner. <laughs> well, yeah, this um, just off topic a little bit, but seventy percent of those benefiting from the cost-sharing subsidies live in states Trump won right. last November. So this is going to disproportionately. Um, affect, affect Trump voters more deleteriously. It's going yeah, to hurt them. And I think at it's this point, we can stop calling it Obamacare and start calling it Trump Care because Trump now owns this. Yeah, the Washington Post, that was their headline. Trump owns health care. So you can't blame Democrats anymore. Well, just to talk about like some specific things that are already going to happen right away, apparently. Roughly, this is a story out of AP. Roughly half of the estimated 71,000 people in Kentucky 
that buy health insurance on federal exchange were benefiting from this cost-sharing subsidies. Uh, what else? What else? In Florida, another state that mm-hmm. you know Trump won, they just approved rate increases that were like 45%. So now the consumer is going to have to pay and you're not going to have any of this the cost-sharing subsidies from the federal government. Yep. Seven million people. Yeah. Insurance regulators in Arkansas, another state that went for Trump, approved premium increases on Friday that range from 14 to 25%. So those will be passed on the, the consumer. In Mississippi, another state that Trump won, an estimated 80% of consumers who buy coverage on the insurance exchange benefit from the deductible and copay discounts. The highest percentage of any state's premiums there will increase by 47% mm. next year after regulators assumed... Trump would end the cost-sharing payments. So now that they, um, yeah, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good for a lot of people. Yeah, and it also rolls back, you know, protections that Obamacare, you know, afforded people who, you know, not just people who are on Obamacare, but everybody, you know, things like emergency and maternity and ambulance services. You know how much an ambulance costs? Cost like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, I've heard even more, or more. than that, like thousands. Like yeah, um, Arizona, another state that Trump won, an estimated seventy-eight thousand Arizonans were benefiting from uh, these federal subsidies for deductibles and copays. So yeah, you get what you vote for. Yeah, congratulations, yeah. MAGA people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we kind of talked about this last week. It sucks, and we don't want to see. I feel bad pe- for you. People harmed. Um, you kind of were warned. Yeah, it's not like. This should shock. This shouldn't shock anyone. Right. It's just the saddest thing is they went. They tried to you know do it through legislation and they failed so many times. And then now they're they're literally just undermining it and trying to plunge the market into chaos. And it's so so heartbreaking to see that all these people. It doesn't matter who you voted for. Yeah. It's just that it's we so all it, suffer, whether you voted for him or not. So. So Enjoy things are going great. For those ER uh, bills because things are going um, great. Even the healthcare insurance lobby was was against this because they're afraid it's going to lead to Medicare for all. <laughs> they're afraid that all this is going to, and they're probably right that this people what, are going to get so angry. This is what's going to going to pave the way to Medicare for all. It's that people have found out what they're losing and what they had and what Obamacare quote unquote meant. Mm-hmm. And, well, let's be honest. Obamacare was originally a Republican plan back in the yeah. early '90s, like Newt Gingrich and Newt Ging- no, in the early '90s, Newt oh. Gingrich um, was pushing for like a universal mandate. Mm-hmm. Um, this is based on like Heritage Foundation. It was Romney's bill, yeah. Well, in Massachusetts, yeah. Yeah. well, in Massachusetts, he brought Romney Care, which yeah. is Obamacare, basically to Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and everyone loved it there. No, but yeah, it, this it's Obamacare is not perfect, but it was a great start to get people on board to un- understanding pre-existing conditions. And I think that when you say healthcare is a human right, you're saying there sh- there shouldn't be a pre-existing condition when you're born of something or whatever. You should have access to healthcare, and so affordable access to healthcare. Yeah, yeah, and, or and, you- and prescription ma- and pharmaceuticals, you know, which is another big lobby that fights too, but it's a separate fight you know, from what we're dealing with now. You know, it's the Republican Party used back in the day, um, going back to Nixon, wanted to cover everyone. Nixon actually, um, before his resignation, he was, there was a good chance he was going to implement um, a much better healthcare system. And if it wasn't for his resignation, um, that might have happened. So it it's weird. to single pair a it, couple it, times. It's weird how history mm-hmm. works itself out, sometimes mm-hmm. for the good, mm-hmm. sometimes for the bad. Um, but like, you know, you guys were just saying, this could end up leading to eventually everyone getting covered under a Medicare for all type thing or a single pair. But in the meantime... Right now, we have to fight for what we have. Right. A lot yeah. of people are going to suffer. Right. Um, I was at a NISNA meeting with all these nurses, and we were talking about... Medicare for all, a lot of nurses are for it, the majority of them. And, but we were like, but right now we have to put that aside and just fight for what people have right now. Right. Yeah. So. Um, also, I think, I don't think it was this week. I think it was the week before. Um, Trump has now given organizations the right to cover birth control for their employees or not if they feel mm. it's like against their religious exemption. moral code. Yeah. 
Yeah, went after, they went after contraceptives. I mean, right. all this stuff F- is going to be challenged in the courts. Right. Yeah. There's but a lot of... I just didn't want to forget that because that happened as well. Yeah. But with misogyny, you know, comes the, these things, assaults on female reproductive rights, mm-hmm. you know, like all these, you know, these things are... Yeah, women are just... I just feel just, like the cycle is Trump does this, says this outrageous thing. The rest of the country, like, fights like hell against it. And then rinse and repeat. That's mm-hmm. kind of like the cycle. We saw it with the Dreamers. We're seeing it with healthcare. The Muslim ban. Yeah. Transgender ban. Every 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 ban. Every ban. <laughs> this is a, it's a it's a cycle. Yep. And it could get exhausting yes. for sure. And you know you get numb to it in a lot of ways. But this is none of this is normal. No. Every single day there is something that goes against a norm. Yeah. Um, a goes against the Constitution, whether it's from the Emoluments Clause or any of the other 10,000 things that are questionable. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. By the way, Trump's playing golf at his property today. <laughs> yeah, it's something like with he's... With Lindsey Graham. He's been again. at Trump properties... 93 days, some, something yeah, it's, like that. It's almost he's playing golf 74 days. The heel spurs don't something. hurt when he plays golf. <laughs> so it's almost like... <laughs> Yeah, so like 25% of his presidency has been enriching his properties, right? Because anytime the Secret Service goes there, they have to pay for stuff. Right. Um, I think in golf carts alone, they've paid like mm. over $100,000. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong on that number. Mm. Um, Trump loves his golf cart. You know, it's kind of a weird thing because I kind of want him to stay on the golf course in a way yeah. from things that matter. But at the same time, it's just so frustrating because... Obama and everybody got so much crap every once in a blue moon that he would go and play play golf or go on vacation and this guy is yeah completely does not care held about to his a job. different standard he is held to a completely different standard because he's not a black I man. want to be held on his standard <laughs> Let's when just... elected I can just play golf and you know whatever right to put it in perspective <laughs> yeah. at this point <laughs> at this point during their presidencies Obama had been sued 26 times sued you said sued? Sued. Yeah. Um, Bush, seven times. And Trump has been sued over 130 times so far. Really? Yeah. So, and that was as of, I think, May. I read that. Just is, that suing him, is that suing him personally or f- like as president? As president. Okay. Like oh, for okay. certain orders. Okay. Right. So. Because I'm sure he's getting sued personally too mm. in his business. Right. No, just for being, you know, being presidential. Yeah. <laughs> so. What other good news do we have? Well, I know there was some Russian news uh, with Manafort. Apparently did not disclose loans he got. Oh, I heard something about that for today. For $60, $60 million. $60 million. Yeah, you know. He forgot. Change. Trump change. <laughs> he forgot. And uh, Devin Nunes, the person who was supposed to recuse himself. Him again? The, yes, him again. Um, is now leading an effort to find out who exactly paid for the dossier and was behind mm. the dossier because obviously that's the most important thing this right now. This is like a never-ending game of whack-a-mole. Yeah, and he clearly wants to try to make this Russia thing go away, and it's not mm. going away. And there were also something like 19 Republicans in the House who just signed onto a bill or are going to sign a, onto a bill that will bring oversight to Robert Mueller. <laughs> Isn't he the oversight of Trump? And now they want to mm-hmm. oversee him. Yeah. It's yeah. like the overseers the, of the overseers of the overseers. The Russian you know, interference is still ongoing. It's happening right now to any Democrat that's running in a position where they're noticed. The Russians are still working. It hasn't stopped. Yeah, it hasn't so. stopped. And we've learned that uh, Facebook and Twitter and Google. Yeah. There, that there's been there were so much so many more breaches during the election mm-hmm. that and um, mm-hmm. more advertising that they say they weren't aware of at the time and things are still and they're ongoing. Just a media comp- they're not you know they're not responsible. Mm-hmm. They're trying to skirt responsibility and for all this. For the GOP also to constantly talk about national security, you know, but it it can never be directed at Russia interfering. Well, there's, there's, such, there's such false patriots, all these con- Republican mm-hmm. congressmen who won't stand up now for protecting the country instead of protecting Donald Trump and their seats. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's so disgusting. And their NRA contributions. And, I mean, 
not that it doesn't shock me anymore, right. uh, obviously. Right. But it's sad. It's right. really, really sad. Well, I say paper ballots until, as someone previous said, we can figure out what the hell is going on. <laughs> what the mm. hell is going on? Mm. Um, but that's definitely going to be an issue in the 2018 midterms. What's wrong with paper? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Except, Nothing. you know, it, it kills takes, trees, it but it takes, takes time. You know what? I think it's we can spare the for environment for, for uh, democracy. <laughs> for Just, you know, yeah. paper ballots. Yeah. That's my wise advice. So, yeah, so you still have this, you still have Russia hanging in the, in the background. There are a few Republicans, um, not elected leaders. Well, Bob Corker. Bob Corker. I don't think we talked about that. No, we, we didn't. We didn't talk about this on the last podcast because I it think did, it hadn't ha- happened. It hadn't happened yet. Bob Corker basically did an interview with the New York Times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, saying that Donald Trump is a, unfit. Basi- basically, I'm paraphrasing, is a crazy person mm-hmm. who is going to start World, World War III. War III. Yeah. And, and the Trump only people separating him from chaos are the trifecta. Yeah. And, and before that article came out, Trump went on a rant against Corker. I'm assuming it's because the New York Times probably called Trump and were said, you know, we're going to run. You, do, we're going to run this. Do you have any comment? He probably said, no, I'm going to go tweet about it instead. Right. And then he, he goes off on Corker. Little, oh, he, little Corker, L-I-D-D-L-E apostrophe. Yeah. He, he's very, that's his nickname for Bob Corker. Right. He can, we know he can't spell and he can't speak. And Corker right afterwards said <laughs> what? He said that. It looks like the adults um, oh, are watching the daycare center <laughs> or something like that. This is like an adult daycare adult. facility and someone missed their shift like, or yeah, something like that. Yes, you just nailed it. I, mm. I butchered it. But it was funny. Yeah, no, and he... And, and he, then he said, and then he said, oh, the failing New York Times tricked little Bob Corker and recorded him. I like your Donald. And Bob Corker was like, yeah, I told them to record <laughs> It's over and I made sure my staffers recorded it too. Yeah, no, and these spineless, freaking such a douche, re- other Republicans on Capitol Hill who, off the record, are telling everyone, mm-hmm. "Yes, Trump is crazy." But on the record, these spineless people like Lindsey Graham go golfing with him right. and say how in control mm. he is. And it's didn't, it's, it's didn't disgusting. he say the first time he golfed with him that he scored a seventy three? And apparently, at that course, you can't even score that high. Well, no, I'm sh- I, that's what pro golfers like score, right. like scratch. <laughs> Scratch scores are like. Are you 70. questioning his golf record? <laughs> God, that I, I, we won't go there. He Come lies on. about everything else, so you know why not? <laughs> he can lie about his golf record. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so what else did we say we were gonna hit on today? Um. Oh it. yeah. So we can't stand Puerto Rico forever. Yeah. Which he said less than three weeks after. He, pull, he's, he pulled. Yeah, he wants to pull FEMA out. Right. Yeah, we're, it's just this ongoing thing where people are without power, without clean water, and Trump still doesn't realize that these people are American citizens, or realizes they're American citizens who can't vote for him, or realizes they're American citizens who can't vote for him that, and they're brown. Right. And not like you know. Or all of the above. Or all of the above. <laughs> so he's not going to help them. It's right. Really cruel. And we kind of have a similar thing in California, not as. Uh, you have these raging fires, fires the yeah. wildfires, these are. wildfires in Sonoma and other parts of California, like mm-hmm. it's completely devastating everything. Yeah. Wine country. And I don't think there has been a lack of federal assistance, but Trump hasn't said a word about it. He so also hasn't said a word about the four um, Green Berets. Yeah. yeah. Cre- so what what exactly happened over there? Yeah, the Green Berets. And yeah. Ni- Niger. And Niger. Um, hasn't said a word, a tweet, nothing. Yeah. Well, let's make a statement. Go ahead. Say, say something. We're with you, military. Yeah. We appreciate you. We stand for you. And our hearts go out, our to, hearts go out to your families and your brothers and sisters in the military. We, we salute you and thank you for your service. Yeah. But NFL players, that's what right. we should be talking about. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Moment of silence. So, yeah, I didn't know three weeks was, you know, forever in Puerto Rico, since still only 14% of them have power and 43% of them have water. I think that's what it's up to now, running water. I think, like, a a lot, most of the grocery stores are open and gas stations are open. Um, So I guess they're making progress. And it just makes me wonder why it took the mayor of San Juan to make Trump look like a complete asshole publicly 
for things to start moving in that direction. Because hmm. if you ask people who live there, and I do know people who live there, they, they just say it's devastating and that the help has hmm. been very, very slow. To criticize to them. them and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't let's know. Let's blame the Puerto Ricans for I don't their, know. you know, their terrible infrastructure and their debt. And let's just put that in every tweet. Mm. I don't know what it's going to take for these Republicans to get rid of Trump. Yeah. Um, you know, tax tax cuts mean so much to these people. You just said, well, it was sad and funny at the same time. I feel like everything's tr- tragedy and a comedy. But yeah. Mnuchin just said... He was asked about the estate tax. He's like, yeah, it's really only going to help rich yeah. people. Now they don't even lie about it. <laughs> they don't even it. care. Because they, they, they're like, screw it. Don't matter. Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. knows. I think it's going to have to take tax reform to completely implode for yeah. them maybe to finally say, you know what, we're running we away. We can't stand with I, this guy. I feel like it's too late. I think they've done so much damage to the Republican Party that it's, I don't know how it's going to f- affect electoral politics because things are, because of voter suppression mm. and gerrymandering. But in terms of overall popularity, um, th- there's no doubt in my mind they're losing millennials, mm. these Republicans. Any person that might have leaned more towards the Republican Party, someone newer to politics. I talked to someone the other night that is my age and uh, is a Republican, and she said, you know, I've just had it with Trump. It's disgusting mm. yeah. what's going on, and no one's doing anything about it. So they're losing people. I know a lot yeah. of Republicans that the tax issue is the one thing they've been waiting on they're and holding on. why they voted for Trump and to find out they're not getting a tax cut because they're <laughs> middle class and right. you don't qualify till you hit 800000 Do you see your first dollar off? You know, and you're going to pay... How, how very middle class of you. That your tax will go up. 800000 isn't middle class. <laughs> you're you're going to get 20 to 30% more you know, an increase in tax. So that's going to be, I think, for a lot of Republicans, the final. And then what about all those, like, terribly poor Republicans who voted for Trump because they thought he was going to save their jobs, whose, you know, their tax rate is going up. Mm. They're the lowest tax bracket, and they're going to pay more. Well, he attacked the, um, the guy, the labor leader at the carrier factory for speaking out against him that, that when, he, when he said, well, you know, whatever Trump said, the job is still going to Mexico. So uh, now NAFTA is on the table too now, um, pulling out of NAFTA. Right. So I think he just met with uh, Justin Trudeau this week. Also, I wish he was our president. Yeah, I wish anybody else was. Um, yeah, I've said this over and over. You could probably pick a random American out of a hat, and eighty percent of the time they'd be a better, better president option, than yeah. Donald Trump because at least they'd have a soul. Right. Yeah. And NAFTA hurt Mexico. It hurt Mexican corn farmers. They couldn't compete with agribusiness in America. And yeah, tons of corn farmers were hurt by that. And a lot of them left the farms to go work in these new factories that Americans were building on the border. And they thought, hey, since we've, we moved from our, you know, our home and to this place to work in a factory, why not cross the river and go work in an American factory and make a hundredfold the salary? Instead of making five bucks a day, why not you know, make... Uh, you know, a decent living. So in a lot of ways, NAFTA created a problem for us. And then to get rid of it, though, at the stroke of a pen is like so dangerous, though. It's like more chaos. Yeah. Just nothing with Trump has any nuance to it. Yeah. It's all impulse and feeling. I just wanted to talk about one more thing. It's a thing called Steve Bannon. (laughs) Um, He endorsed my opponent. Yes. (laughs) That's kind of why I brought it up. And he's also, you know, he's taken the reins in this, you know, alt-right, you know, I don't know. He's like wants to primary every, yeah. every Republican candidate. except Cruz. Everyone. Right, because he's also in the pocket of the Mercers, right? He's been paid ben, by Mercer. Right. He's been pre-approved by, by Mercer. Yeah. <laughs> so Bannon endorsed my opponent, Michael Grimm. Right. And my response was uh, published by HuffPost. Oh, yeah. I, we didn't yes. talk about that. Yeah, I, let's definitely plug that. So, yes. Omar, you had an op-ed. It was great. I read that. Yeah. Uh, I'm so happy. And so it's it's on omarvayid.com. Uh, you can you can read it and respond to it and share it. Yeah. Or on our Facebook group. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's called, Congrats on that. Thank you. It's called I Will Defeat Steve Bannon. Wow. That's bold. Bold. <laughs> it's true. You know, not mincing words. Yeah. I mean, I need your help, but I need I need America to endorse me. <laughs> over Steve Bannon's yeah. Bannon endorsed Grimm I need you to endorse me but what I mean he's taking this on at like a national level so I mean mm-hmm. what effect and he also said 
he believes Roy Trump Moore. has a thirty percent chance of finishing his term. So it's like yeah. he backed Eric Prince from the Blackwater Prince mm-hmm. is now the challenger in Wyoming. You know, so he's finding he's scaring him up. Well, so how much of an impact do you think he really? Oh, Eric Prince. This is like I mean, this I is, mean Bannon, Steve Bannon. Oh, I think this is a serious, a really serious threat to the. I mean, to the Republican Party to cannibalize them. Yeah. Um, like Roy Moore, Eric Prince. I mean, these are these are in those places. Those are real challengers. I mean, Eric Prince is DeVos, Betsy DeVos's sister, both billionaires that are obsessed with privatization, uh, education and military, of course. And they have tons of money. They're known. You know, I, they, these people can win. It's, it's really it's it's very frightening. But the party as a whole, don't you think or do you think that sowing this type of chaos within the party would sow chaos um, amongst all Republicans? Yeah. So like oh, they're yeah. fighting amongst each other. Sort of like sitting back and watching this terrible movie. He, Bannon, Bannon wants to take out McConnell. Yeah. You know, he, wa- he wants the establishment party gone. He wants it to become the alt-right Steve Bannon party. And so they kind of let the, uh, the genie out of the lamp. Yeah. 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 And you also had Gorka yesterday said the left has no idea how much more damage we could do to them as private citizens. What does Gorka mean by that? I think what he meant by that is now that you've kicked me and Bannon and people like us out of the White House, we're now private citizens and we could do a lot more damage to you. What the irony of all this is what they're going to do is damage to the country and to the Republican Party, right. not to the left. I want to know. Right. That's, Demo- that's kind of what I was I wish to a say. journalist would ask him. I wish Fox News asked him, what does damage can you define damage? And, and has have you ever heard someone on the left say anything close to that? We're no. going to do damage to the right wing of this party? Oh. No, we we talk on policy. We say we're going to not let... You don't hear these... Vicious. That, that kind of like attack on everyone who has a different point of view than you. Right. Um, so, yeah. So and one true. other public service announcement I want to make. So if... Larry Flint is offering $10 million yes. for information that leads to Donald Trump's <laughs> impeachment. <laughs> so that is a free public service announcement on the podcast. So if any one of our listeners wants $10 million and could get Trump removed from office, please message us and message we'll split it di- with you. No, direct message <laughs> us on Twitter and we will relay this to Larry Flint because Alyssa and Larry Flint go way back. Way so back. It's, it, it's, it's good. And so. I've got some student loans to pay off. Yeah, you know so we I need, need a little help. We need My comedy career is a little slow. Larry, once Larry Flint comes out after you, I mean. Yeah, no, it's on. Done. It's on. All right, well. Larry may actually save the country. Larry Flint will save the United <laughs> States of America. Twist of irony, Larry Flint. We'll take it. Well, did you ever see that movie Flint versus the People mm-hmm. or something? The People like that? versus Larry that was a really Flint. good movie. Yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Great, great yeah, answer. And Courtney Love, right? Was that yeah. it? Yeah, she yeah. was great. So. Super, super cast. That's all I got. You got anything else? Uh, I'm gonna go kill myself now. So. We'll see you next week. You guys week, are on your own from now on. <laughs> it's just going to be me and Omar next week because Alyssa's about to jump off her balcony. No, we're just kidding. We're just, just kidding. kidding. She's not going to jump off I'm the balcony gonna, today. I'm not. Not today. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. bye. Still breathe. Yes. Still breathe. Kofefe. <laughs> She loves